Hello there. Welcome to the show. This is In Here with uh, me, your host, Alex Tashiro. And um, on this show, we uh, the plan is that I'm going to explore uh, different areas of consciousness and kind of just our experience here um, on the planet Earth and uh, some of our brief experiences in outer space, I suppose. Um, it'd be cool if I had someone on who had uh, explored outer space. Anyway, this week, um, our guest is Saul LaRue. He's a hip-hop artist here in Olympia, Washington, where I'm based out of. Uh, and he is... Um, my old roommate. And so Saul and I used to kind of, uh, I would kind of come back often from being out and about and I would come back with uh, these different ideas. I'd been kind of running through my mind, sitting in the woods and writing in journals and stuff like that. And, and I would run into Saul and we'd kind of have these long uh, conversations about the different ideas I was getting into. And so I'm very excited to um, present one of those to you today. This is uh, Saul LaRue and I talking about music and creativity and uh, in performance and, and all kinds of other things and how that kind of relates to uh, being a person and expressing yourself um, here on the earth. So I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, and yeah, here we go. This is my conversation with Sal LaRue. Enjoy. I just got out of a public speaking class, so I'm ready for some. Is that right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You just got done with one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did. It was a weekend intensive. How intense was it? <laughs> it was actually a lot more hype than um, intensity. I would really say the two days just washed over me. I was like, oh, we're already two hours in the class. Oh, we're already six hours in the class. Class is over. <laughs> <laughs> and did you did you speak publicly as part of it? Did you? Yes. What was what was that experience like? Um, it, it was good. Yeah. It was so much attention was kind of put on the fact that we were speaking. Right. That like I even think people in normal presentations would have been less awkward than we ended up being at the end. Right, because everyone in the audience is like, "This is public speaking class." Like they're watching your every move. Mm-hmm. That's yes. so interesting. But did it feel like also because they were nervous, did, they all wanted you to win, right? Did they all, people generally? 100%. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Everyone was just very kind to each other. No one really ever said anything like that was bad. or It was almost all the criticism was incredibly positive. And our teacher even steered in that way. Like yeah. at the end, we did two questions that we asked about the subject and then two people said nice things and that's that was nice. well, and then at the end the teacher went around and said one thing that everyone should work on which was all like very kind the only kid that she came after mm-hmm. and said stuff that was kind of like oh okay put you on blast yeah. was this girl who's like i am a motivational speaker that is my calling what i do in Whoa, life and right so the teacher was a lot more like, okay, you want to talk a little game, man? Yeah. <laughs> she kind of was giving the teacher like, hey, like, take it harder on me. And that criticism, I think, can almost be uh, like a real, a real gift if, if they're ready for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she even did respond to it when we went to a breakout room. And she's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. And it was like very, yeah. like, um, yeah. You could tell it like touched her in a way that was kind of like, oh, 
ow. But like, right. But it did seem like she was definitely very much going to internalize the information. Yeah. I would love to, to cut that gap to like me feeling, uh, hurt by those things down a little bit. I feel like I've been shortening it Mm. over time just because it is like, it's so easy for any criticism of like anything I make artistically to feel like, um, someone saying, I don't like you to me yeah which is, which is not always what they're trying to say no, sometimes people real. are being mean it's just so easy to like comp- completely like find yourself in the identity of the thing that you love and you're just completely like what i am doing and how i am in this world is like that's my fullest me that's me and then like when right. someone says something negative about it you're like well what are you talking about yeah <laughs> totally because it's almost like you're like i've put my life's worth into this so you're saying my life is not worth that much and sometimes people are um just saying what they they're like i think a lot of the time people are critiquing themselves you know um where they're like that's what i'm doing a lot of the time if i critique anybody else i'm Mm -hmm. saying i've made stuff and this is what i was unhappy about with it Mm -hmm. um and i see that lack in your thing because i see that as a lack Mm -hmm. right but that's like my decision to see that as a lack so if i'm telling anybody else like you know, what, what could be improved about their stuff. Sometimes I can do it from a place when I'm like engaged in it and like liking it already, the core of it. Mm. But I think sometimes if I don't like the core of it, like criticism's not helpful, you know? Yeah. Like, Cause I don't really have a perspective on it then if mm. I don't, if I'm not already into it. Yeah. That makes sense. That totally does make sense. Cause you're kind of, you're feeling it and then, yeah, you can kind of like, internalize the motion and like be like well this is how it moves man opposed to being like okay well turn that down (laughs) right because sometimes i think i think for me the best criticism i ever give anybody is like um when i see i hear something or in music perhaps or i see something in my mind where i'm like this would really take this over the top for me Mm. but i already like it a lot yeah you know and sometimes i think that can be helpful but it's hard to communicate that because it can still hit that same nerve Mm-hmm. I think of like, um, of like that, that sensitive nerve, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, for sure. For sure. Right. And yeah. And a lot of it comes down to like, uh, it's like, do you want to be better? Like, do you, or do you like want, you know, to, do you want them to like it? Like, do you, right. and it's like, you can sometimes, yeah. And right. And sometimes I feel like someone will tell you something and it's like, well, all you gotta do is that and they'll like it. Like, and so it's like, Okay, maybe I'll do one of those for them or something, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah, 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 totally. I think uh I think that's a really interesting the balance between like um like authenticity and and like marketability, right? Mm. Because you want your message to you want people to hear your music. Like that's why we like to make music. Yeah. Um and and but like you also want it to be how you want it to be, right? Yeah, and then definitely. there's always like that that balance between that. Have you found yourself like uh, struggling with that at all as an artist? Yeah. Like lately it comes down to, I've been recording a lot of these songs that have no choruses. Yeah. And everybody that's be talking to me about the music is like, well, put a chorus in it. And I'm like, right. well, it's beautiful though. But, right. but there's, um, but I know that if someone's going to remember a song, Mm-hmm. They're gonna need like a few lyrics in their head that pop up, and then like I want to listen to that song. Right, some kind of yeah. And often I mean, you can find that in some like some verses and stuff, but you just get a buttery hook like that'll be. They just you know it'll just be yeah. in there, and that's <laughs> that's fine. So I mean, yeah, that's something that's been coming up lately. So I'm just yeah. trying to incorporate hooks. 
That's really interesting. In uh, how have you found yourself hitting hooks that feels that feels right to you? Yeah, it's just like different methods. Um, sometimes, like especially if I'm making my own beat, I'll be like working with a little section of the beat, and I'll start singing something in my head, and I'll sing it a few times, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll write that down and go with it. Um, also, in the same way I'm kind of approaching these freestyles, I will. Um, just listen to the beginning of the song and the first kind of like melodic thing that comes to me, yeah. I'll just generally, generally run with. And then as I'm doing the rest of the freestyle, I just try to hit that repetitively and try to remember it from the first time I've done oh, it. Oh, that's cool. You kind of try to integrate it into the freestyle as you're going like through the verse. That's just going to pop up a few times. Yes, exactly. That's really cool. I really like that. Well, we were just listening to even just to jump off the podcast. I put on Highway 61 Revisited by Bob Dylan and that song even too, it has these like really cool like poetic verses that are really elaborate but they all end with on highway 61 and yeah. it's this like really like it's like it's such a, a good use of the simple idea that like repetition means like we like something almost or like mm. familiarity being such like a big deal yeah. in uh, in music in that way that there's a part you hear where you're like I've heard this before I like this yes, yes. Um, is really interesting for sure yeah yeah I feel like late I, I was just writing a song uh uh, yesterday and working on it today and um and even in that one i felt like i wanted the um like i did a chorus and i almost just wanted to do just one chorus to kind of be like oppositional to that because mm. i felt like maybe it had some of that in other places already because mm. i feel like there's also a level where like you know like songs uh like a lot of radio songs from like the 70s or whatever where it's like two-thirds chorus you know yeah, it's like yeah. all chorus because mm. that's like the radios you're just hearing those words over and over again and they're almost mm -hmm. just getting that blasted louder and that can also be just so like um it can just be too much i think sometimes you know or it can be feel um cheesy yeah or something have you found yourself yeah. running into anything like that feels like cheesy to you in that way or, or is that not um like a concern that you run with so much well yeah um yes certainly i think uh yeah there i've definitely thought there was something kind of boring about repetitive courses, but I've come around on it. I think now I'm like, yeah, get, get something that you can just like, by the end of this song, everyone can sing along. Cause I think ultimately people want to sing along to the music they love and right. giving them just an easier way in can be really nice. Cause even I'll play with like variations in choruses where like throughout the song, the chorus will have a slight change in words. Right. And, and I like, and I like this cause I think you can kind of continue to tell the story and see how this core idea is slightly evolving over time. Yeah. But like, but then at the same time, sometimes I'm like, well, I want him to, I want him to sing it. So I mean, I just like they, mm -hmm. you know, it would be, I get, yeah, it's right. The um, I mean, people could listen to it a few times. And well, I feel like sometimes me. too, if you, I've, I've played with that idea a little bit myself, but not in exactly that way. That's really cool. Um, but I guess, I think sometimes if you pick words that sound almost the same or have mm -hmm. a similar rhythm right to it, that it might be indistinguishable in a way, unless you're listening for it. Like yeah, I find a yeah. lot of times in music. Right, like I'll think there are words that aren't like the words that mm. I realize later are in it, you know. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Um, have you? Do you think? Uh, do you think a lot about that? I guess as you make songs too, like um, people's evolving realization of it. Yes, definitely. Um, especially in kind of making these wild, uh, these like wild freestyles in more of late. It's um, even myself, I'll have trouble hearing all the words until I've listened to them many times. Right. And, and as I listen to the song more, I'll kind of see more parts of the picture and I'll get kind of more visuals and see more little scenes that are being painted. And um, 
the first it just kind of sounds like this this thing and um yeah and so yeah i think like like spending more time with the material like you could just see like a very evolving picture of what is um sort of what is going on and it's like yeah gives sort of a a new listenability to it because you are always finding new pieces of the puzzle um yeah but i mean i don't know I, I don't think this is like better than having just like a story you can follow from the very beginning i mean like, that's great too i just i don't know yeah yeah totally well and i, I want to ask you obviously also i i know uh a decent some of this um because we used to be roommates very briefly saul and i um living together at evergreen um but uh but what could we talk about just like your current process and how you how you write a song just kind of like start to finish what uh what goes into that you know what's the where does it where does it start in your mind okay um well i mean it's it's definitely been an evolving process in the early days it was starting in garage bands with um just a piano and picking a few sounds, making a little beat, singing like a, a hook or something, and then some verses, recording them. And I would kind of write them out bar for, for bar. Like mm -hmm. I would hear words in my head that just kind of pop in there yeah. while the song's playing. I just write those down and then just whatever comes next, I just write that down. And sometimes you go three cool. or four or five, six bars down where you're just writing the next one because it's coming fluidly. But wow. a lot of times what would hap what happens is you kind of can't figure out the next line. Yeah. And, and so nothing really pops. So what you do is you go back to the top of the verse, you read through the whole thing, and then when you have the energy and you're coming into that moment, something's yeah. going to pop in your head and you write that one down. And then cool. you, just, you can just keep moving through this way. I like that a lot. You just kind of start to read back through to see kind of what is forming to kind of get a better idea of the picture so that you feel like you know the next thing in the picture yes that's cool but you like to start from just like letting it unfold line by line mm -hmm. and not so much worrying about checking in on the on the picture at the very top there that's cool yeah yeah it's very yeah just kind of flow stream of consciousness and um i guess it really did so now kind of jumping to the future mm -hmm. um what I do now is I just find a beat on YouTube mm -hmm. that's free for profit so I can take it and I can put it on through my distributor and collect 100% of the royalties for the music that is released. And I take one of these beats, yeah. I hear the first couple notes, maybe the first three or four notes, the beginning of the progression. Mm -hmm. And if that makes me have like an emotional response that feels good, mm -hmm. I then take that beat I use a YouTube to MP3 downloader, mm -hmm. put it in my logic file, hit record, and I just um, freestyle the entire song. Cool. Wow. And this, and um, I think it kind of, it's like a similar thing to that stream of consciousness, but it just is without um, any sort of interruption. Right. Um, so just kind of can just go through the whole thing. And th this, um, yeah, so now it's like, recorded um a few hundred songs this way just um by freestyling the, the entire song yeah and yeah what i find is i'm just you know i'm i'm looking for hooks now i guess I don't know. right 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 so you kind of you felt like that's really cool i really like i really liked watching you like start working in, in that process or like seeing it when i when i uh came across it and uh and i really liked um I really like the thought of, of improvising more more stuff and kind of going right with like what's happening in a moment a little bit um, because I feel like sometimes I can get caught in revision cycles even just in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. um, like uh, how has that like for you kind of um, bled into any other like practices that you do at all or like anything else that you do? Um, yeah, there's a... 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I'd like to think I'd have bestowed some sort of great wisdom as a result of finding this ability to kind of endlessly stream, like, flow. In, um, yeah. To, like, endlessly stream yourself, kind of. Yeah, yeah, or, right. Or, on this kind something. of... Sure, right? I don't know. On this kind of, like, intense, emotional, connected level. Because yeah. it looks into, like, the neuroscience behind freestyling, and it's, like... What happens is the part of your brain that's responsible for self-monitoring mm. and um, self-awareness, the voice that's like, oh, is that a good thing? Should you do that? The thing is, it just turns off. Like, the blood flow to that part of your brain slows right. way and then And then what happens is the part of your brain that's responsible for motivation, organization, integration, connectivity, that mm. part of your mind lights up. Yeah. Gets a lot of blood. And the language centers of your mind and the emotional centers of your mind mm-hmm all create a network yeah where they're like communicating more effectively and directly with each other and right. and so you're having this kind of like heightened ability to process your emotions through your language which you then um and connect those with the things around you and like in a more motivated way too that you, you feel kind of more empowered through it and um it kind of like right yeah just it helps with um being able to kind of process your life because you can kind of understand your emotions better. But I think it's just funny because it's like, I still feel like I have like the worst mental health in the world. So I'm like, this is so great for you. Just freestyle rap. It's like, you'll feel great. But it's like, yeah. no, man. Like, this is not what's going on out here. Shit. Right, right. Sometimes for me too, I think I realize, like, I don't always realize how much, um, like, like, I don't know, I don't know why this would be. And like, also I'm using this word in a very specific context of it. And, and I'm using it probably a little lightly. I hadn't write, written a song in a long time, um, but I recently felt like one was like coming to me and it was after kind of going through kind of a traumatic situation. Um, and I, I felt like I had to like express some of these feelings and almost in a way where I couldn't like talk them out with people because talking out really bad behavior with people turns into this just kind of like, we're all like, Oh God, uh, bad behavior, you know, which uh, is, which is so important too. And was really healing. But at a certain point that becomes like an exhausting, um, cycle for me where like, I don't want to, I don't want to like live in what this person did, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't want to like, and, and it wasn't all, all, I mean, I'll say what it was is somebody pulled out a gun around me, mm-hmm. uh, like really aggressively, um, Jeez. with intent to use it on some different people perhaps, but it was like, a. I'd never had anything like that happen around mm-hmm. me before. And, and I'll get into that story at some point on this thing because it's a wild story with lots of juicy, juicy deets. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, I, but I wanted to write a song about that. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and I did. And, it, and, I, and I thought it was a thing where I, like, I, I don't know if I always realize how much I need that medicine. What, and, like, and that it sometimes comes up when I need it. Not mm-hmm. to like, conflate those things because I obviously have to be in a good state of mind to like, pick up my guitar mm-hmm. for that problem, which is a whole different thing. But that like, also like, processing intense emotions, I think, can really help. Like, music can really help with that. Yes. Well, it's funny to think about it. It's like, I mean, God, I think, yeah. I've just just been hell for a long time, you know? Just trying to sing my way out. Let's go. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. That's cool. Gosh. That's really cool, though. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I totally totally feel the thing you're saying, too, about, um, yeah, not knowing how to navigate the kind of dark, like, you know, yeah, there's a lot of times the dark side of things, and it's like music's a lot of the way you can process it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, completely. I feel like, um, 
because I feel like a lot of that stuff, it's like something that we're all like willing to acknowledge. But like if you talk about specifics, it turns into a hypothetical about like what if that darkness was directed at me almost. Right. Like sometimes, not always, but like I feel like if I have, you know, some darkness inside of me that I'm trying to express of like I'm working with this kind of feeling, you know, if I say like, um, you know, if you if you say something that could be honest, like, uh, I don't know, like if you I don't even know a really good example for this. But if, if I maybe maybe I like yelled at somebody or something. Right. Because I lost it because I had some anger. I had some darkness or something. Yeah. Um, and if I uh, and if I tell a story about me yelling at somebody, I think it can be hard sometimes unless like I have to justify my behavior. Right. I start to do a thing where I go, well, this person was so atrocious that they deserve me yelling at them. And if I don't feel like they did, I usually don't tell the story, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty but, shameful. But I think there's something to the story where it's like they didn't deserve anything, but also we, we're, all, we're out here making make mistakes sometimes. Yeah, you know, man, like it's, reason it was a yell. normal, yeah. It was a normal enough behavior, maybe, yeah. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, and that, that sometimes I feel like in a, in a song, you can really express that level of darkness um, but in a way where people uh, can resonate with it without having to feel like it's about them or like if it is it's just it's just softer it's not like attacking anybody i feel like yeah like even in writing that song right like it's not uh, overtly about that i like do little hints to it that that feel to me they just give it more like visceral feeling mm -hmm. but but i don't think it's important that someone knows what that song is about i just think they'll know what i mean yeah okay. you know like they'll sure. know they'll know how i felt a little bit yeah right yeah, yeah. they'll be able to really empathize with you yeah, yeah, exactly. But not even on the details. They'll just be able to empathize with my experience. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. For sure. Because I, I think a lot of these experiences are around in a way, but but some of them we don't have like a, a habit of telling the stories of. Because yeah. we have a habit of telling stories that make us look good. Or like make us feel good. Mm. Yeah. Or, I mean, not necessarily too. That's a wide sweeping thing to say. Yeah, but I think often kind of like regular social interactions, there's definitely a thing about demonstrating your value. And right. And we start telling you stories where you're an asshole. Like, yeah, exactly. You don't want to, yeah, exactly. You don't, or, or just even neutral or whatever. We all tell stories where we think we look good yeah. in it, but we don't want to brag. So often we tell stories where other people look bad in it, which mm, is a bad yeah. way to start Gosh. a thing. And that's even often is, is an over, that, that just is a mistake that I have made that can be made. No, totally. It's to, to start to talk down other people to make yourself feel better. No, hundred yeah. percent. That's well, another thing. Actually, I want to talk about what is what is your sort of like relationship with comparison with your music? Like, how does that kind of work for you? How does that kind of evolve? Oh, what do you mean by comparison? Like, I guess just like comparing your music with with some other artists, right? Yeah. No, it is. It's just a. It's a mess. It's a huge. <laughs> it's a huge. Um, Battle with reality and narcissism. <laughs> and I don't oh, know. I feel that for sure. Well, yeah, because a lot of times I'm like, I really will have this thought. I'm like, bunch of fake ass bitches who don't even just flow it out their heads. They'd be fucking trying right. to, like, they're just trying to, like, meticulize, like, what the thing people want or something like that. But it's, like, yeah. it's just super disrespectful. And it's, like, there's, like, a lot of depth and greatness to the different people's practices. And, right, yeah. And how they come up with, like, what feels good and works for them. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely... Like all this thought, be like, I really put me in the pit with anyone, yeah, anyone on earth who raps, and I could think I could rip their fucking head off. But I like, like the, like the, uh, the like uh, freestyle pit. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm just freestyling with them, yeah. like I think if you put on a beat, like I could tear anyone up. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that yeah, could yeah, be yeah. a very humbling experience. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it's like a part of really rap battle of my life. You know, I just think I'm very good at flowing, but I, just, right. I don't know. And also I don't really listen to um, much music any like money, like of my contemporaries. Like I don't really listen to like who's right. popular in the moment. And, um, I don't even spend too much time with the greats anymore nowadays. Like I really, right. I really just listen to my own music for, um, many hours every day. And it's like, yeah, generally what it is. So it's easy to get lost in my world and be like, this is so dope. It's like, right, yeah, totally. just seeing your own world. And it's like, I've kind yeah. of just built it for that. And so, but I don't know. So I think I just have a lot of, um, um, yeah, a lot of respect for my contemporaries. Anyone who's making music. Yeah. Just wonderful. And I think it's just great to be like expressing yourselves and stuff. And I, I think there also is like, some question about like, what is your story for? What is it achieving? So it's, it's like, right. there's just kind of this whole um, thing about how in tribal societies, the lead warrior would sign a deal, a contract with the lead shaman. Mm -hmm. And the deal was, I will protect you and not let anyone hurt you. And you can have great spoils but you will never sing a damn bad word about me and I will, right. and I'll keep it up. And I think we do see this happening in contemporary society. I think what we see is, um, right. With these stories of, yeah, I did it cause I work hard. You bitches look at all my money. It's good for me now. Why don't you get your shit together? Work hard, fucking get a little money. Like me, you little bitch. Like, yeah. I think we see a lot of that and it's yeah. not, um, and I don't think it really speaks to the the this, the realness of the situation. I mean, a lot of right. I think anyone who ends up successful had the there's things in front of them that they could. There was opportunities that they somehow had the mind to go for. Right. Because a lot of times it's having the mind for something. It's like how much responsibility do you take for that? I mean, gosh, you're taught everything you know since birth, basically, right? I feel that for sure. I feel like I have um. Cause that, cause it's very enticing what those artists put out, right? Like, um, one for me that was really, um, really enticing. And I still really like a lot of the material was, did you ever watch like Casey Neistat videos? Do you know his stuff at all? <sighs> right, 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 right. So he has the whole, like, and, and plenty of people have the same kind of thing, but it's like, he's like, you just like worked really hard. You don't give a fuck about these things. You do give a fuck about these things. Yeah. Like this is not important. This is important. And I think what he did that was really positive is he broke down a lot of walls for people yeah. where people had like an expectation built up. But then he mm. also like, I don't yeah. think by his own design, but like partly by the design of like how you market things mm -hmm. became the replacement for mm -hmm. the, for a lot of, for a lot of, uh, those, those folks is like, Oh, I don't need to do what I thought I needed to do, which is good mm -hmm. because often what we think we need to do is like get a certain amount of money and a certain amount of this and then a certain amount of that mm -hmm. before we can make anything creative or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, we need to be allowed to be creative. Right. And I think a big thing that he breaks down the wall is you do not need to be invited to be creative. Mm -hmm. You just do it how mm -hmm. you do it, how you can. Yeah. And that's great. For sure. But, Beautiful. Yeah, but I think it turned into, well, I have to do it how Casey Neistat did it in some way, at least for me. I'm kind of speaking generally, but I, I guess I mean for me, like that, that quickly turned into me worshiping kind of him in a way mm. and being like, oh, like he freed me from these things. So what do I do now, Casey? Yeah. You know, and sure. like, and he would kind of fill in just with his life, would fill in some of those answers intentionally or not. Mm -hmm. um, and, mm -hmm. and I guess the thing that I think is interesting about that is like, I definitely think anyone can be an artist, but the thing that I've been slowly, um, coming to is that like I think um, to really like really vibe as an artist like it's important to um, not try to be exactly how any other artist is at a certain point 
Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and like even that those stories, right? Like like um like whoever's story is interesting, right? But like our story is kind of inside of us and unfolding. And I think we've kind of been I don't know, it, we've been taught to listen to what other people say more than what the voice inside of us says, I think. And I think that connects um for connected for me artistically with this uh search for uh the artists that I could emulate. Um, and I, and I thought, but at the same time, I felt like I had to be original. So it was like, I had limitation on both sides of that. I had, it's not what I like. It's, it's what some thing is, some genre, some artist, something, mm -hmm. you know, I got gunked up by that. But then on the other side of that, I had to, it had to be authentically me only. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's almost like. I, I, t I had a negative point of view on both of those things, but yeah. both those things can be taken with a positive point of view mm -hmm. where I think now that like you can rip off anybody and try on their style mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. I think that could be a really good way to learn. Yeah, totally. And, but you can also do it exactly how you think you should do it. Mm -hmm. um, especially when no one else thinks that's the way to do it. But like, I feel like that story often intrigues me to uh, follow the person who told it instead of listen to the real message. Mm. Um, mm. How, how do you mm. feel that you like relate to your music in terms of what you're emulating versus kind of like what you like feel like flowing out of you, I guess? Oh, yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I just, the, I definitely, I, I took a, a weird approach on this thing you're talking about because um, certainly uh, there is like, yes, like the world of beauty that exists and is vibrant full of all these really beautiful things and and then there's like you mm -hmm. and like you want to like be part of that world and so you can like sort of emulate that world or like or but like when you do that i feel like it doesn't it's like you can't um like if, if there's already that color that's adding to the whole story. Like if you just come in with that color, it wouldn't like add another thing to it. It'd be, right. it'd be sort of the same. And, and so, and so what, what I, so what I like, I did is I was like, okay, I really, um, I think it was kind of influenced by like indie artists, like, um, I'm trying to think like the names of some of these groups I'd throw off the top of my head. Like, uh, God, I don't want to say, I don't know, like the moldy peaches. Sure. And then, but also some like like hip hop, and yeah. and so I just kind of like made like a weird thing that was just sort of like freestyle poem and like a little singing and like and it was sounded like weird, and so I was just trying to keep it sounding weird. Like I, I never yeah. I never really wanted to be like ever do it like someone else did because I feel like if I would as soon as I copied someone else's technique, I was like dr like taking away from my thing. Like if I use someone else's like progression or drums, like I used to just make every single sample, like I never sample anything because I just felt like it had to be totally completely just from me and not a reflection of anything else. And I even stopped listening to anyone else's music as a way to kind of stay right. like purely in the world of me. And it even felt because it felt like to me I was only listening to my own music, but my music kept on sounding way better. So it was like. Yeah. Well, it seems like it, you must be still able to grow completely in a world of yourself, but so but it's like, but at the same time you go off and you make that like weird color over there by yourself, but like you, you still want to be part of the big beautiful world of things, and so I, there is I think some sort of like meeting where you kind of like right. join hands and start doing a dance with those colors and not just be like yeah. over there like some weird thing like you know, and I think yeah. like kind of as far as like just trying to stay completely original. Or having like elements of other, yeah. You know, 
Completely. Do you have, what is your sense, I guess, of like, of like tapping into that, like, um, mainstream or like mainstream, I guess, or like whatever, um, whatever's getting ears on it, I guess. Right. Whatever people are listening to musically, um, like now where it feels like kind of like it's a lot more, uh, spread out and like kind of, it's like, um, it feels like there's more pockets and stuff of like mm-hmm. things are popular in this pocket of people, yes. but like other people might have never heard of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's like way less, yeah, the whole like monoculture is coming to a sliding halt. Like, uh, right. we've got like a couple things left that everybody knows about. And there's, yeah. I heard this thing. I don't know if this is true. I think I have to look this up, but I heard that Post Malone, at least the time I heard this, was like the most popular artist in the world but had more people who actively like disliked him than liked him with some crazy oh right like right in like some like on, on in some like uh internet like way or yeah whatever. something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that more I, negative I, comments and like yeah. thumbs downs or some shit yeah some yeah. shit like that i believe i, I heard some crazy ass thing like that and yeah so i think yeah totally i think it's like what you find your people in some community and that yeah. that is kind of how you create like an economy around yourself that you can actually um you know make some money in this thing i think you just want to get on snl though i think yeah. that would be pretty cool <laughs> right on so we just took a little breather, little breath. smoke break, pee break, tune break. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were just telling me about this class that you were <laughs> You were just telling me about this, um, the class where you did um, you did public speaking and kind of what that felt like. Mm-hmm. Can you get into that a little bit for the, for the listeners? Yeah. So I just um, got out of a weekend intensive public speaking course at the Evergreen State College. And... This class is a little different than your typical public speaking class because the person teaching the class is a singer. Oh, the, Yes, yeah, they sing with a band. They have, gosh, oh, the Righteous Mothers or something like that. I think that's the name of them. The Righteous Mothers? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is the, is this the mother? The Righteous Mother herself? One of them anyway. One of them, right, <laughs> in the right. In the flesh. And they also their the, their background is in theater. They right. generally teach theater classes and done a lot of work um, around the stage. And so when they're teaching this public speaking class, um, opposed to being around the way in which people structure speeches in f- um, terms of content, they made the class a lot more about the use of your body and your voice. And um, so we did a lot of exercise that involves being able to get ready for a performance Mm because one of the big things that basically every single human has is anxiety around public speaking it's incredibly super common everybody's just like gosh i go talk in front of people they're all gonna be looking at me oh my god right and um so what we did early in the class was this great exercise where you go through your body Mm -hmm. you move all the parts of it and you put attention on all the parts of your body and you feel for the tension in your body and then you actively release the tension. You think cool. about it and you let it go. Yeah. And really like this kind of rush of adrenaline that you get in these situations is just going to create this tension in your body. But what you can do is um, 
you can manage that physical response um, right. with your brain. And really, a lot of people, they say that it's a choice. Like, you choose to be... Um, you like you choose what to do with the tension in your body and you can let it build up and crush you or you can just think about it and let it go and then um go out there and shake it. i mean these are yeah. said than done but uh certainly it's um a practice you can come mindful of and yeah totally i think um i think those things can really help i uh before doing this play that i, w- I was briefly in just at school um i uh would do some like breathing exercises before i would go on I would do like there's this calming one that's like an acting exercise that I like and I would do the the breath of fire or whatever where you just kind of try to get energy going. Um, I didn't have a lot to like do in the play. I had a couple scenes. So in my scenes, I had like a lot of prep time in between and like, yeah, it felt like it would be really easy to um, to get out of it, you know, when I'm waiting because I'm, I'm not, you know, like going for a long time or whatever. I got to mm-hmm. like kind of come up for my moment and then and then go back down and um, and just kind of doing those and kind of having like a real taking real time for myself every time that I felt like I was going to perform and I had the chance, um, was really nice. And it felt really like it kind of helped me, um, almost like compartmentalize, like, like this is go time and like, uh, and not question yourself time in a way, perhaps. Mm. Have you, um, done any kind of like rituals like that that you found, um, help you with stuff? No, I mean, really it's no, not really at all. I mean, I think, um, Generally, I guess like in the space, I little I'll smoke a little weed, yeah, and I'll kind of like get like hmm, I'll kind of like start the track, but just kind of like hmm, 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 kind of just letting it, yeah, let myself kind of like like drop in sort of. I guess it is kind of this release of tension that allows you to be like have kind of real control of your body where you're not like stuck in any way where you can move fluidly. So this kind of like release right. and then kind of like. Now we're in it and we're moving through it. Um, I guess there's maybe something kind of like that. But I, I this that's been great about this class is definitely a, um, a reminder of the value of this kind of work. I mean, right. I like last night I was kind of in a you know depressed stoop and I didn't really want to get out of my bed. I didn't even hook up my mic. I just recorded like um, I did like six or seven sort of freestyle tracks. And um, but I was doing like laying in bed, and I mean I just right. know that sound better if I got up and moved around a little bit, probably. I mean, yeah, the yeah. But that was like kind of the feeling at the time that was coming out. Yeah, that was yeah. I just couldn't really. It's just hard to want to do anything else, and um, everything just felt incredibly unbearable. So I was like, yeah. Well, I know just kind of rapping feels good, so I'll just kind of do that, and um. Yeah, that's sure. cool. That's cool to be able to take that kind of um like help that that can give you and even bring it into bed when it might be harder to get out of it. And then also I'm sure there's, um, you know, you, you got to record whatever that was while you were still in bed, which, which I imagine would be, uh, have a different quality to it from, from when you're like kind of sitting down to work. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's always been an interesting thing about it is like, the music's been um what do people call it lo-fi i guess or something like this right um and a lot of it comes from it's like yeah it's like i don't my life isn't like some like you know beautiful like like i mean it's beautiful but it's not it's very messy you know it's like there's a lot of scratches and like you know kind of um sort of hard and comfortable parts of it so it's not like the music the music reflects this i mean you can hear that there's like you know harmony that's out of tune because there's a lot of times there's harmonies out of tune walking through life you know (laughs) i feel that for sure yeah (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, so uh, and so I do. I, do, I feel like there's something kind of really interesting about the kind of creative integrity of this, like um, like lower production value sounding music. Right. Well, it's like it's like punk rock, right? In the similar, isn't it like a similar vein of like it's accessible, you can just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for real, right? And like, and when we see the actual like lives of people through their music, it's like it's, it makes sense that it's going to reflect the. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're just doing it. I mean, they don't have like a shit ton of money, and they're just you know. And that can sometimes sound like really appealing. I feel like like it can sound like authentic in a way or something like that. Yeah. Where where I feel like that sound can be connective, especially if someone is uh, creative with it. But but sometimes I feel like um, the general like like consensus of uh and I, I use a lot of generalizations I guess sometimes I feel like some people um are really taught to and, and are therefore like kind of are um obsessed with this quality factor of like audio quality and production value yeah. on something to where I think that um it can almost it can almost get in the way as an obsession and, and there's there's something beautiful about like art forms like punk rock or like um, folk music even or whatever, or like um, like a lot of like current like hip hop, like SoundCloud rappers or whatever, where it's this thing of like anybody can do it. You know, mm. like you can, people can make music. You don't have to have all this kind of money or be chosen by somebody else to be mm. able to do it mm. in a way that's like expressive and, and, and unique. Um, let's talk about when did you start making music? Was there a period before you felt like you were like allowed to make music? And I guess if so, like what made you feel like that? Ooh, interesting. The um No, I mean I didn't I don't know if I ever thought it wasn't allowed. Yeah. I think um Yeah, I mean I definitely had this thought that like what was happening was like pure wizardry and like the idea that I could ever do it was very like how would I ever be a wizard like that like that seems incredibly right incredibly difficult and so there's definitely like a lot of time listening to like the early music i'd make and being like well it's like you're not you know you got like a you know a size like you know a point 50 pen and you're like on some like piece of you know and you're just kind of scribbling these big lines and then these other dudes are like right you know doing these crazy ass like things you know making these wild mosaics and like you're, um, but that's how we all start doing art too. Yeah, it's exactly like that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot of us, people that go to school, I guess you know. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. There's like super the, it, you know, it makes sense. You kind of like, you know, it gets more, it develops more time. Like you kind of realize different things you can do and different approaches you can have to different problems and. Right. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really interesting. When did you start uh, feeling like you? were kind of painting with maybe more the 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 fineness of pen that other artists were mm. or do or do you feel that way well it's interesting because i think i never really felt that way i think I'm, i kind of feel more that way recently but not it's right. not, not been real long the yeah. um but it's interesting like looking back even at the music that i made then that i thought wasn't um doing the stuff musically that i thought it needed to be doing as a lot of times i i I find more value in it now it's it's just it's strange the um like it seems like it's more yeah more interesting or like evolved than i i thought it was at the time and the yeah i think the um rush just got finer i think i had this kind of realization where like you know especially when you're making your own beat like 
just the level of control you have is like almost just infinite and you can like um and really kind of just developing more techniques to explore that infinity is like super of value and you can find a lot and that's um right something used to be incredibly intimidating is actually go totally to feel all that possibility i feel that a lot um one thing that i think can be helpful is um to embrace some like limitations um but that can also be like i think it's something that needs to uh be flexible over time um but i think sometimes it can be helpful to to put myself in like a box of like this is where i'm working in and then like that sometimes gives me the freedom to really like press against all the walls of that box as hard as i can and sometimes that feeling is really the um the feeling that I think is, is, is the, one of the better things that comes across sometimes. Mm, yeah. It's kind of yeah. feeling like I'm filling up this, this, this picture frame and spilling mm. out over it instead of like having infinite space, I guess. Almost. Yeah. Interesting. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause I think really like any music ever made is completely, um, even now like there, there's, there are more possibilities, but it's like, it's always made within a context. Right. There's yeah. and just the utilization of that context. Gosh, yeah. And then yeah, right. It seems like in the current climate where the plugins are limitless, and there's just so much you can do in terms of sound creation. Like yeah, putting artificial yeah boxes around you yeah, could be super useful. Like if you know your way that you can make it work. Yeah, if you have an idea for that box, if that box, and if that box feels uh, doesn't feel too limiting. Yeah. To like to to give you joy or He's, to let yeah. you be yourself. It's a good example of this thing that's happening right now is the box I put myself in is I will only ever one take a song and I'm just gonna right. I'm just gonna listen to the beat once and I do not want to go through the headache of trying to like sort out the verses and put hooks in there and stuff. It just seemed like yeah too much way too much way too many choices and yeah. uh, and also this kind of fear of like especially when I thought the freestyling was like um I feel like getting the authenticity of the freestyle and trying to like put that back into the thing that I created after the fact, like that seemed really intimidating and right. I just didn't, you know, but now like I, now that I've started making songs with hooks again, it's like, now I want the hook and I'm starting to develop methods where I can get the hooks back into the songs. And right. That's cool. That's really cool. But that kind of gave you like the freedom to explore that perhaps right yeah yeah it's like yeah for sure kind of pushing up against that thing because even now it's like the current method involves just uh doing a freestyle but thinking about a hook before i do the freestyle so i can sing the hook throughout it that's cool and that almost involves some like you you modify the box right because i think i think that's another thing where i got i can start to get stuck is if i start to decide what my box is for a long time Mm. Well, how, what, what kind of music do I make? Questions like that, right? Like even like, yeah. what what genre do you play? And it's like, yeah. well, this song is like a, you know, a, mm. a, like a punk rock song, I guess. And this song is kind of like, a, you know, it's more of maybe it's in between something. It's got some mm. electronic elements or it's um, got some, you know, different like noises in it you might not find in like rock music normally or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then also rock music is gigantic. Every genre is it's like a, it's a silly thing to, to define music. I feel like in yeah. that way, it's like the, it can be helpful descriptors, but, um, yeah. Descriptors of the box, I guess. Sure. Of the, of the box we're playing in, which yeah. gives it like good context, I guess. So maybe there is some like validity to it in that sense of that. It, it kind of gives someone an idea of the box you're playing within. And so that when mm. you break the rules, it feels like breaking the rules. Yeah. Sure. To yeah. a greater degree, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of getting a better sense of like what, yeah, what world that is, and 
being able to find like these kind of larger communities of of like th- if it's like a genre it's like this all these kind of artists that are operating in the same sort of right. temperature and getting this some sort of feel on it and then yeah maybe there's like there's a box bending that kind of fills out the dimensions of this world that they live in together and then like for someone looking for that world it's like very helpful to be like well that's that world and yeah then, and then when there's just like this kind of wild stuff that's hard to categorize and define it's like well what world does that represent like who are the people there when it's just right like, some different totally weird yeah who's in that general general area do you have a world that you feel like your music kind of gravitates around see that's like a big thing that's going on right now is i really have no idea i do not yeah. know who what like playlist i even would make any sense on or anything like that like i don't right i would not have any context for like where this music lives in our world really right not at all and that's like yeah and it's like super important to find it's like kind of finding that that community and being able to be like, Hey guys, I'm here. Like I'm here to join this community. Yeah. It's like, cause it, generally when people transcend genres or whatever, it's like, they're trying to go to the, you know, get their Grammy and they're trying to like, they're trying to go to the rock and roll hall of fame or whatever they have. Like there's like a place where people try to make it as a rapper. It's like, they're like, they see themselves in this kind of, ecosystem that exists and there's different tropes that sort of come right. along with that sort of success and um yeah it's hard to place myself right because there's the thing that that rap even like press or something or like how you promote yourself there's like a way that rappers promote themselves that's different than like how like an indie rock band promotes themselves like at a certain level right like you you wind up doing kind of different yeah there's just a different a different um like expectation for interaction yeah. with people yeah because a lot of times like this established genres have like established tropes they really like about the genre right and, and yeah and then so it's like yeah a lot of times like i think you're trying to um for like commercial success you try to like play to the tropes because you know that people want that sort of content and the, right there's like a pressure on you to like stay more in that world but i'm just i don't know i mean i really i just feel like everything could be very open nowadays and i yeah don't, i just i think there's a lot of opportunity for people to be um not succumb to that but i mean i don't know i mean how do you find groups of people that um it's nice when there's like some sort of unifier that creates a group and then you go and you show up in front of that group but right if it, if it isn't like that like i don't know yeah that's really interesting that's where i've kind of also found like i've enjoyed um when i if i have the ability um like you know logistically to get into it like a local like scene can have a certain feel to it, especially when you were talking about um, being a color that's missing from something is I think sometimes that can feel like with the internet, there's just so much stuff to be like, what's missing is I think sometimes like a hard thing to feel like you could pinpoint Mm, or, and, and, and then also any kind of genre based like group can be, you know, obviously people are always making their own unique stuff, but I think sometimes like early on, a lot of that stuff can be um, very similar to itself. And then it's like, well, how do you both like um, appease the people, you know, I guess if you want to, of the genre that you find yourself in and then also like stand out from that at the same time mm-hmm. to where you mm-hmm. can, you know, become um, like a little bit more recognized than what you do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I think it's interesting too, the kind of the sense of like, like if I like, you know, like, uh, like hip hop or whatever, right? Like I'm usually listening to like more established artists. Sometimes I I find local artists via my like journeys walking around in the world and stuff. But like, I find that I don't often like connect via the internet, like to, um, 
to like local artists as easily sometimes mm-hmm. it can be because it can feel like it's like a sea of stuff and like and yeah. tasting it out is like is like yeah. fun and sometimes you get really lucky you find some cool stuff but there's just also a lot of stuff yeah. and only so much time yeah totally 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 it's just so much so much information yeah yeah so much information like like what do you think makes people like hungry for like new music versus like digging through like old music you know that was maybe mm. popular at a time yeah it's interesting i think there are people that do have more of a desire to stay in the current world and a lot of times yeah they say the world's kind of run by young people and people who are like forming their identities um they're trying to attach to like the the now the like the great the, the highest evolution of right. the way in which we do stuff in this moment and then they attach their identities to this but then often people move into their lives they um are no longer searching for that Denny as much as they've already kind of felt as though they've found it in some way. Right. And so they repeat listening to the same genres. And a lot of times even they'll just explore the same genres that they've already known and loved and just kind of get a deeper look at that thing that already formed their identity. Right. And I'll see this in people, but then like yeah. generally like younger people for are sure. for them with the music. Yeah. The, yeah. The, um, for sure. And yeah, I think it's like, the thing about like adding a, a color that's missing from the scene i was sort of thinking about it like um this th- there is this kind of um in my storytelling class we call there's like the most important stories for a social movement mm-hmm. is the story of self that's who are you and why are you called to speak the story of us why what what are we experiencing like what is our collective experience right. and what are sort of the ways in which that experience is challenging our values and then there's the story of now uh-huh. which is what we're going to do about it and why it actually matters that we do it now and i think like in kind of trying to find um popular content you kind of have to tell those stories and so i think it's important to have that story of self be like really firm and unique and it's just about the individual and their right their thing but then it's important that they start telling the story of us and i think this is kind of sometimes where you might be incorporating conventions of other of the genres that are kind of right. speak to us because it's like this is what we are all sort of collectively experiencing i'm gonna use some of that language to be able to kind of communicate like um my take on what's going on and then also it needs that like, that fire hook that just empowers the hell out of people and that's that story of now like why why this is happening now like why this matters now right and um i think that's kind of the the recipe but if you you know spend yeah. spend all your time trying to just look at the story of us and you don't actually find the story of self then um right that because I think I think really telling a story of yourself is is really intimidating for for me anyway. It's like I found myself always wanting to like hide behind something at least, and and sometimes I think that is a good thing. There was a cool thing in uh, one of these. I was watching uh, uh, No Direction Home, that Bob Dylan documentary, mm. um, and and at one point uh, they talk about him really like acting like Woody Guthrie for a long time when he was coming up. And that someone was even saying it's like he's like he's like acting, so like you can really do a lot more when you're not yourself. Mm. And in a different one, a different documentary, actually the same guy though, he talks about because um, he's wearing masks during this tour, and he's mm. he just like he says if someone's you know wearing a mask, they're probably telling you the truth, and mm. if they're not, they're probably not, mm. you know, or like it's way more likely. Interesting. Um, 
Yeah, because you're 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 covered up in one way. You're protected. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I think there's something interesting. If like there's definitely truth to be found. I think in both those arenas of like of being like not who you are right like someone changing their name and having a whole persona or something mm -hmm. right sometimes what they're communicating can be really like vi vital and alive because mm -hmm. i think in some way they feel safe yeah behind the persona mm -hmm. um but then i think also yeah at a certain point there is this fascination with like who is a person and like and what what is that but i think it's also like it's weird the way that kind of stuff starts to be like that people can understand that, that that like kind of communicates to people in a genre like music or something. Like, I feel like you, you learn that often through an artist's music or through like being like really directly interested in them. But a lot of like what general like media stuff is coming out and around doesn't always, um, really give you the vibe of a person as much as like their chosen, um, advertising strategy or whatever. Mm, yeah. So I think it can be just both sides of that can be really interesting, but I feel like that's another thing too, is like so, in somehow being comfortable being like into what you make in a way where, where you feel like you can uh, own it as yourself is really uh, can be a tricky thing for sure. Especially as like when we we're talking earlier about criticism mm. and like how that makes the criticism feel even more personal, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. It's something yeah. the dude now is kind of like, um, Cause I don't really know what I'm saying in these like freestyles and kind of piecing it together, but I just always am like, that's Saul Rue talking, you know, I just try to, right, it's yeah. easy, like kind of like, sorry, like I don't have any choice. I just kind of, that stuff comes out of me and this is what it is. It, there's a certain level of like, um, protection that you f I feel from that kind of deliberation. Even though it's funny cause I, I, I think about it as like the deepest truth, but it, it but it's like, somehow I don't own it because it's like just kind of came through me. It's not like I chose right. it or something. I don't know. Yeah. I feel that for sure. That's really, that's really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it feels like you almost like channeled it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. It's like, yeah. How does that process like feel like, do you feel anything particular in your body or anything like physically that kind of connects with that? Yeah. It's, it's like kind of like, um, like a lightness. Like it's kind of like everything around is like, it's like a like a bright white light that kind of comes into you and sort of feels like it kind of picks you up and you sort of hover in the the space where you're just like this moving strand of energy that's just like dancing, I guess something like that kind of yeah, that's really beautiful. That's really cool. Like a moving strand of energy dancing. I felt like I was recently having the, like a mushroom trip. And I was uh, taking this Epsom salt bath also, which is wild. But um, uh, but I was uh, I was in the dark too, and I closed my eyes. And what I saw was these kind of different, like dancing colored, like blue and red lines. Mm -hmm. And to me, it felt like it was this sort of like creativity out of a void, or like creativity out of nothing. Like that, as soon as I had like no sensory information, and then was also like very stimulated by this psychedelic drug, mm -hmm. that um that this like aliveness just kind of started springing out of nothing in these really intricate wavy patterns. It's really interesting mm. that you would feel that same way when you're, um, when you're freestyling. What do you have a sense of like what that is or where that comes from? No. Um, I mean, I think just from kind of activating this, this, um, flow state, it's, um, like just like entering into flow where like your, um, like what you're like, there's like a, immediate strand of feedback between you achieving your goal or not achieving your goal. So you're just kind of like super 
in every single moment just all mm-hmm. your attention and focus is on completing that goal well and so you kind of like um all attention to other things goes away so you just kind of lose a lot of the um other senses while you're just deeply immersed in the activity and you kind of just embody and feel like you are the activity and then in kind of the case of freestyle music improvisation it's kind of like this um yeah just kind of moving ball like (laughs) emotional energy i don't know (laughs) yeah wow that's no that's really cool you yeah you kind of you lose all the other stuff i think that's such a big thing um for like for any time too is like that's it sounds like you know like what ramdas talks about or whatever of like just be here now and like presence and being in the moment right like does that feel to you like um presence no totally yeah like the most present Mm um yeah like the yeah for sure just incredibly like there's no um kind of room for distraction like it's it's like you're just very present oh yeah yeah just, just with the task i guess I, yeah for sure i mean yeah, it's, it's totally. just yeah it's like I, trying to incorporate other parts of my life sometimes i think yeah, i just I try to like true. like how, i don't know how well it like gets um moved into other parts of my life it's like sometimes i can feel presence but a lot of times i feel like a burning anxiety to get back to like the things i know that make me like kind of feel the greatest i think are in my like reach and so i just kind of go for those things that make me feel good that i know are in my reach a lot and it's kind of like a lot of times it gets in the way being in the moment because i'm like what is the thing that you want and like right it's nice if like you're here with that thing and like um and that definitely yeah that definitely comes for sure it's just yeah definitely all the time yeah that's really interesting are there any other activities that you feel like really draw you into that yeah, I mean, you know, getting lost chat with my buddy Alex. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> so it's the time. The um, and then yeah, and then like um, the, like yeah, quality relationships, and then um, yeah, sometimes like nature experiences and stuff. That's cool. Sure. Do you? I we actually have talked about this before too, but have, have you uh, combined nature and your music? I'm I'm setting you up. I know the answer <sighs> to this question. I've I've yet to really. Things get into it the i mean that's yeah i really am trying to get a generator so i can go out there and just make all my music in yeah. the trees that it really seems very beautiful at this point i mean i walk around the woods and play it for the birds but i don't know yeah <laughs> i've been doing some kind of um jam sessions out in the woods cool and like filming wow. those just like kind of yeah just have someone ripping the guitar and that's cool get some freestyles and singing going it's like yeah, that's like that's super nice. It feels very, um, uh, it feels good. Do I you love feel it. Like the wood adds something. The woods add something to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Really, because even like, um, yeah. There's something about like the birds. Like they, there's they have a certain attention to music, and yeah, there's just different kind of really wonderful moments where like you almost can be in like call and responses with the birds and like you sing something they sing something and like there's that like one time i swear i was doing this flow and this crow was just hitting every damn beat <laughs> like it was just amazing that's wild i was just walking like back to my apartment and me and this crow were just going for it yeah just vibing on each other yeah that's pretty cool man that's, that's fucking wild that felt so good it was just yeah you know it just came in right on time yeah it was cool the um crows are weird crows are really interesting and they're like really smart too right like yeah. they're they're like really smart for for on the scale they're pretty high up there mm. for, from our guess of what's smart based around us <laughs> yeah right like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah ants could be smarter technically i mean there's mm. more ants body mm. mass wise on the earth than people mm. so you know who's really uh number one 
Yeah, right. He's <laughs> actually got the more life out there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Ants are doing fine. Ants are doing pretty good. Yeah, they're going to be all right. They can survive the goddamn Armageddon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they probably, they probably can. <laughs> they probably can. Yeah. I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, me neither. What, what could survive the Armageddon? If you know what could survive the Armageddon, <laughs> write me an email yeah. and, uh, and let me know. <laughs> Because uh, mm. it'd be cool to know, you know. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's maybe love. it's, uh, mm. it's Twinkies. Probably yeah, cockroaches or cockroaches. I I heard that cockroaches could survive the nuclear apocalypse, and I mm. went to um, California, and I had never seen cockroaches before Ooh. in real life. And as soon as I got there, I stepped on one, <sighs> and I thought it was invincible. Oh. I, th- I thought like that's I thought they were so strong yeah, they could yeah. survive the nuclear yeah, apocalypse and it just squished and I felt bad. Oh my god! It, yeah, it just crushed. It was just oh, like no, I mean, man. anyone what who knows. I I mean you know I just thought I thought it wouldn't work. Mm. I thought my foot was gonna like you know fly back. Mm. You know like if you uh, I don't know when people try to like grab Thor's hammer or whatever mm-hmm. right it's, they can't even pick it up. I felt like it was gonna be some kind of force of cockroach energy that. Uh, that you know broke my foot in half or something. Mm, yes, but no. No, no. but nope. It's the just, shoe. Yeah, the shoe. The shoe was enough. The one. <laughs> yeah, it was only the only one. I I don't make a habit of trying to kill bugs for sport. Yes. I don't think that's very kind. Yeah, it's just part of our messed up adolescence. But we're past that now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that for sure. I feel that for sure. Is there anything else that you want to kind of um, cover before we wrap up? I feel like our, you know, we're getting to that place. Mm-hmm. We're getting to an endy kind of place, but yeah. also we can, if you got something else in you, you want to share. Let's okay, thank see you. what we can mine. Maybe we got a little story for you or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Um, let's spend a lot of talk about freestyle rap. So. Yeah. Well, we could hit a little rap maybe. Yeah. All right, you got a beat for me? Yeah, yeah, let's do, uh, I'll, I'll just grab my guitar. Okay, Yeah. sure. Spill a little rap with my man Alex. Take a little time in the map of ballad. Now I wanna laugh like Lou and do. Talk in the back, it do a choose. Hey, we just ride around, talk a little bit, it up town. Side in the mind, and knowing now, like oon in the boon, and it going down. Hey, flying on flow, cold and all, and now I stay out the road, and I live a little, little bit. With a tick, this slip it, stick it, kick it, make it, rip it, the shit, this, this, a piss it, listen to kiss it, hit the dick it, plant, dang, ship it in the lock, ain't stank, rank, pick it in the park, ain't banked in the wank, ain't banked in the tank, ain't stanked in the lane, in and in the old road, showing no alone, pose to the pro, 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 go, A's of the lazy, talk a damn, don't stalk it, a parking in our name, woo, shoot, do, do, loose, who, boo, too, boo, to the crew, boo, shoot, to the boo, too, boo, to the day.
Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Any, any anything else before we before we wrap it up? Mm. Well, thank you so much. I mean, yeah, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Really, anytime. Like, yeah, I'm totally. I'm happy to come talk about whatever. Yeah. For thanks sure. for coming by. Yeah. Thanks for being on. And thanks for yeah, like sharing so much too, and like sharing about your music and stuff. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Where can people get your stuff? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> time for a little shameless self promotion. Yeah. So I am releasing music on almost every major music dis- um, platform. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look up the name Solaru, and I'm going to spell that for you because it generally just goes right through people's heads. Solaru, which is S-O-L space L-A-R-U-E, Solaru. And um, yeah, I got a ton of music out and um, just making more all the time. And it's pretty beautiful, so you know, maybe check it out. I love you. Thank you. Right on. All right, that sounds great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks again, Saul. It's been rad. Thank you. Yeah. Peace, love. Peace, love.